I like your hair today. You like my hair? Well, yeah. Well, it's it's obviously getting a little longer, but it's got a nice like like, like swoop over the top, like the part. It's looking good. Thanks. I took look- me longer than I care to admit to make it make it look like that, but <laughs> no, it's good. You know, it's, it looks like good quality. You know, like it's got a, it's got a nice shine to it. I've been putting a lot of product on, you know, it's some, some like mousse and stuff. And, you know, you gotta trust me. I get it. Beauty is pain. You gotta take care buddy. of. That's right. I, I have to, you know, take care of whatever I have left, you know, before it's gone. So go out with style. Yeah, literally. Um, I wanted to actually ask you about. Um, are you getting excited about the new Batman movie? No, no. Why not? Not at all. <laughs> Well, hold on a second. This is really surprising to me because I actually thought I was going to bring it up and you were going to light up because it's Batman and everybody, I mean, you know, the Batman movies, it's like a staple of our pop culture. You know, it, what? You're, you're shaking your head. Like you're just, you're so, I know Ben Affleck has done, did some shit and it wasn't great. I'll admit I didn't see any of them. So like, I can't really say that they weren't good or not, but that's, I, they, that's, that's, that's the problem, Kev. The problem is, is that it's a movie that no one asked for. No one wants another Batman. Like, like, I just, in my life, there's been, I don't know, what, nine Batmans now? Like, there, it gets to a point where I just don't, you know, I don't, I don't. You didn't, you, don't wouldn't, you wouldn't say that about James Bond movies. But there's, if listen, if they, if they actually did. If there if there was a more cohesive strategy to the Batman movies that there was with James Bond, I'd be all for it. If if you had like segmented, like, hey, there's going to be like like it it feels like it feels like the people who like make the Batman movies and D, like DC, whoever's in charge, whatever the movie company is, they just like, oh, we need another Batman movie. It's been three years. Like, they, there's no plan for it. It's just like, all right, who's going to be this time? What kind of you know like. And you know they they had the failed Justice League, you know stuff, and just it's not good. Whereas James Bond has been made by the same so the same movie production company, you know since its beginning. You know the the Broccoli's they had you know they had a James Bond for you know you know he he'd work in four or five movies. Some of the movies would be related to each other, some of them wouldn't, but that'd be fine. They move on to the next one. They would stick with it, and you could tell that there was a cohesive plan. This is not this. There's nothing like that with this Batman. With with Batman these days, the 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 first the first nowadays the first few like the ones with Michael Keaton were great. You know that that was the, that's what made Batman big time. You know, and then and then the Christian Bale ones were really good too, and those were awesome. I loved those. I was all in on those things. But now, like I don't know, Ben Affleck, Rob Patterson, like just just get out get out of here with any of that. You're just waving get out of here, but you're saying you're, 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 it's not true that they haven't had a plan. The Christian Bale ones were very, the plans, those were good. I just said they're good. Okay. Well, that's been the only actual uh, Batman specific movie aside from the Justice League. What? 15 years, that's 15 years ago. Okay. And in in the meantime, they, they have been doing. The Justice League stuff, the Batman Superman stuff. They're trying to compete with Marvel because they have all the Avengers. It's all it's all at the same time, so they're competing. You have to think of it like a business. They have to do certain things. But to say that 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 nobody wants a Batman movie and they haven't been organized, that's not true. I, I just clearly disagree with that. Like they, this could be the next in a series of three movies where they, things are consistent and they put a cohesive storyline together. They're bringing back Catwoman. I mean. The, just give it a chance, man. I mean, what, to say that to say that nobody wants a Batman movie. They've been making Batman movies since the eighties. Like that's not just so. That's just not true. And they keep making them because they people keep going to see them. So maybe you don't want another Batman movie, you old curmudgeon. But people want the Batman movies. They're gonna be. They're gonna continue to be made. So instead of fighting against it, why don't you see the value in it and get excited about it? No one wants that Batman movie. How about that? No you don't even know it. You can't even Batman. say Robert Pattinson's name. Exactly. No, Not exactly. Listen, Not exactly. Listen. That's bad, Scotty. That's a bad argument. Listen, because you, Ed, you can't Ed, pronounce someone's name means that no one else wants to see the movie. 
Edward Cullen or whoever the dude from Twilight is is not my Batman, okay? He's never going to be my Batman. That guy, he's not a Batman. The reason why, look, these Batman movies lately have sucked and they have to bail on these strategies and make new ones because they haven't been good. People don't like them. People don't want to see them. Yeah, they get promoted. They get, you know, because it's a big, you know, big budget, you know, type of thing. So they get promoted. It's all of the commercials. People, it makes you think that it's popular. People want it. But I guarantee this is going to be a box office flop. Do you understand how crazy you sound right now? How? How do I sound crazy? That's like saying, oh, no, Burger King, nobody's buying our chicken tenders. Let's make them five times bigger. That's, that's not how business works. I mean, people, they, they know that these movies will, there's a market for it. People don't just spend this kind Kevin. of money and invest this much time and effort and, 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 and money into, into these, this production. Then people don't do that really? if they don't there's think ne- that, there's never been There's never been big budget movie flops? There there's have been, been big budget before? movie flops, but this is an established brand. It's, it's, it's totally different than just like a, something, something like a, the Green Lantern movie. Nobody knows Green Lantern. It was a brand new movie. It was the first of its time. The, the CGI was still developing. And it wasn't a good casting, Ryan Reynolds and stuff. It flopped. But that doesn't mean that that this Batman movie is going to Batman flop. Movies, the last all all of the DC comic movies have been big flops. Rel, like relative that might to the be budget. true, Scotty. But that's but this that, that is they, true. Th- th- I'm saying it might be true because you don't. I mean, you're not giving me numbers. I'm assuming that I'm, I'm taking your so word for it. You're telling me I'm crazy for saying that, that this next movie is par for the course. That this is going to be yet another but failed those, DC those DC no those DC movies weren't Batman solo movies those are those they're not they won't be trying to do too much it'll be a, a, a straightforward Batman style story that people can understand and will like they will like it I mean it, I don't understand why I get what you're saying with like the Justice League and the, and the, the Superman Superman versus Batman stuff those were like some weird concoction things but. And I don't think anybody ever bought Ben Affleck. I mean, that was very that was like the most pushback I've seen. I don't think there's going to be a lot of pushback with with this new guy. I don't think so. I mean, you saying that, Scott? I'm just trying to say you saying that is like nobody wants another Spider Man movie. Spider Man's blowing up right now. They just had a the latest. I never said that. I know. Hold on a minute. I know. I know you're not saying that, but see, okay, so just to make sure I'm clear. You're saying that your your claim is that nobody wants a Batman movie because the last several DC movies have been flops or haven't done well. That that's your point? Because the last solo Batman movies have done quite well. People would want a good, successful Batman movie. No one wants this shit. You don't even know what it is. This is so hard talking to you about it. You're so wrong. I know You're so wrong. I know. I know just as much as anyone else does about it. <laughs> so you're not going to go. So you're not going to go see it. <laughs> yeah, I, I might see it. I got. I might. See it. <laughs> Full of shit, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, uh, welcome to the show, everyone. Um, I I wanted to do a little bit of cleanup, and not even a cleanup. I just wanted to make one comment. Um, coming off of our last episode where we talked about uh, broadcasters. We didn't mention Herb Street at all. That dude, and he's, well, hold on, he's going to be one of the ones that gets big money from one of these companies. And, and we didn't even mention him as someone we really even considered to be decent at all. Well, we were talking expl- explicitly about NFL. So the question is, do you, but do you value but, Herb Street stakes in the NFL? I think, hasn't Herb Street done some NFL games? I think he has. He's done, a few, he's done a few like Monday Night Football, like dual dual games or something like that. But I want, but I so I thought about Herb Street last week, as a matter of fact. But I didn't say him because I want him to stay in college football. I think he's better in college, and they need him in college. I don't personally. want him anywhere. I, I I think he's I think he's trash. He, you think he's trash? He's and I don't know if this has been a conscious decision. And 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 sure, like I'm a I, like I like I'm an Ohio State fan. And everything, so I'll be a little bit biased, but the dude is gone. It's it's like it's like he got it's like his it's like his first month on the job, or maybe even in the interview. They said, "Okay, listen, Herbie, we like you, we want you for the gig, but if you come here and do this, oh look who it is! If you come here and do this, then we can have no uh, Ohio State homerism. There's not going to be any of that. It's it's, it's not going to fly." And he has stuck to it 
to the T. Like he 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 will not say any good thing. He won't even wear red on game day. Like he's totally abandoned his alma mater. And for that, like 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 you can have like I get like addressing your biases, but but just call a game and say, hey, I know I'm a Buckeye here, but you know I'll try to keep things uh ha ha, and just and just like. Is he really a Buckeye though? That's the thing. Like, I don't he, think he's really that. Yeah, he went to Ohio State, but he played, he his, played quarterback his, at Ohio State. What do you mean? But Ohio State wasn't particularly good to him, and it wasn't like you know he's not like he's revered in Columbus or anything like that. Like people, well, this know is part of the that. reason why. But 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 like his kids all went to Clemson. You know, like he's not he's got no allegiance. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't. Maybe he actually hates Ohio State. Maybe none of this is like he was told not to, and he just is really like. Yeah, this is where I went, but I actually just like the sport and period, and I don't really care that much about Ohio State. You know what I mean? Well, that that then that all that does is just confirm that he's 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 not loyal to anything. What is he loyal to? I mean, what is this? His wife and kids. It's about it. Maybe not even. He's Who loyal, knows? He, he travels a lot. He's loyal to ESPN, which is why he always promotes the four team college football playoff. It's true. The scumbag that he is. What's up, Drew? Wait a second. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Before we bring Andrew into Hi. this, you just called Hi. him. A, <laughs> you just you just said you like him, but you don't want him for the NFL. You want him to stay in college, and then you just called him a scumbag. <laughs> well, I, I called him. A, I called. I called him a scumbag for any anyone that thinks that the college football playoff system is is good with four teams is a scumbag, and they're in it just for ESPN and they're chill. That's a whole separate topic. I kind of want to ask you more because. That kind of feels like college football playoffs. We're not. We weren't. We really weren't. But (laughs) and it's like it's like it's like March, the second day of March. We're talking about the college football playoff. (laughs) Anyway, actually, you know, it's funny. During the season, I think maybe back in like uh, September or October this past year, I had the thought. I was watching some college football, and I had the thought cross my mind: like we should, we should just. We should just rank everyone, one through whatever, and the top two teams just play each other for the championship. Get rid of all this crap. <laughs> so I like basically want the BCS back. Anyway, what's up, Drew? Nice to see you, buddy. It's been a while. Hi, guys. Yeah. How you doing? We're okay. We were just, we were just yelling yeah. about Kirk Herb Street, as we usually do. That's fair. I, I only popped in because I didn't know if we were going to talk about uh, – Kevin's wish being granted of baseball starting to cancel some games. Transition. Um, Transition. Thank you, Andrew. This is the perfect timing because it is time for Scotty's MLB lockout update. Scotty, big news that came. Andrew, you're perfect timing. Big news yesterday, Scotty. I won't, I won't, I won't spoil anything. I'll let you get right into it, but very, very big big news. The big news is that, that they, you know, the players in the MLB could not come up, you know, couldn't come to an agreement and, you know, their deadline of, you know, February 28th was what they had kind of said a long time ago. That's when they were going to start considering canceling games. So yesterday they officially canceled the first two series, um, which takes it to like, you know, early, early April. Um, uh, and, you know, more games will be canceled as this continues to drag out. What's, what's crazy and interesting is that the, the, um, the league, Posted, you know, memos and they sent, you know, letters out to season ticket holders and things like that saying how hard they've been working to try to come to, you know, an agreement. And they've been, you know, you know, 17 hour sessions and things like that. But, um, you know, from the from the players perspective, they're not anywhere close. Like like, you know, the league thinks that, oh, there maybe is a chance we might make a deal. They were trying to, you know, hype, hype it up in the press that they, you know, they might they might be able to figure something out. But they're not offering anything close to what the players want right now, and the players aren't budging. They're not. They're not budging at all. So, this looks like this could be a, a pretty long and drawn out, drawn out thing. Unfortunately, I'm going to read a tweet um, from everyone's favorite American war hero, Mike Trout. Um, he tweeted out, "I want to play. I love our game, but I know we need to get the CBA right. Instead of bargaining in good faith." MLB locked us out. Instead of negotiating a fair deal, Rob, first name, I'll just note that, Rob canceled games. Players stand together for our game, for our fans, and for every player who comes after us. 
we owe it to the next generation. There you go. Mike Trout. He didn't say anything about the money that they want. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say it was for you know working conditions or the or you know better salaries or the the young players. I'm pretty sure Mike Trout's going to be making his money no matter what. So I don't I don't know why he's really is he is he a Scotty? I don't know if you know this, but is he one of the player representatives for for negotiations? Because that would explain why I he's kind of chiming in. I don't know. I I want to say no, but I mean he could be. I, I, you don't have to look at. I mean, it doesn't matter all that much. I'm just curious as to. But uh, hey, man, I, all, I, all, I've just been seeing tweets about Rob Manfred coming to the press conference yesterday, like smiling and laughing with reporters, and it's and everybody's like blowing him up. Like, dude, you're literally your sport is not about. It's like you, you're losing games here. <laughs> Why are you? You should be not happy. But he knows it's he knows it's all it's all it's all dog and pony show, man. It's this whole thing is 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 baloney. I mean, the players and the owners, it doesn't matter. It's it's all just a money grab. It's all about the all about the money. It's all about the Benjis. Andrew, do you have any it's thoughts? You you're here to talk about it. Give it to me, buddy. Well, so so like I think the last time that the MLB actually had what a canceled full season was that like 94 something like that like they canceled the world series of that year i can't remember they had some 90s it was it was in the 90s so this hasn't happened for like a long time but they're saying that this is like the probably the next closest that they will start canceling things to the point where like players aren't even going to show up to play games even like they did in the 90s like they were showing up and playing games for basically the heck of it and they're like mm, i don't know man it's not worth getting injured so i don't know hey, it's pretty intense the more intense. the more and more games we lose the more and more exciting the season will be when we return i'm like <laughs> ooh, like a little 120 is feeling good to me so how long would that take so like 120 games so if we get an agreement by what the end of the month, end of March, early April, that might be a hard, you know. This nah. is assuming that they like they push everything back, including doing like a preseason, even if it's like a small preseason, then you'll lose a lot of games pretty quickly. They're go- they're going to do they're going to do like a three or four week preseason before a season starts whenever that might be so if they and that's why they they are canceling the first two series assuming that if they can reach agreement by the end of the week then they know that they'll have like three weeks or whatever four weeks to get ready so if if kevin if you're if you are if your happy number is 120 games then you're probably looking like mid-april is when they would reach the agreement and that would be about 40 games canceled i think so you still have about a month before you sh- you should get worried, and then uh, as it gets into this, at what point? At what point will you then now be upset that you won't have baseball uh, over it's the like summer? If well, it was just October. <laughs> well, I think that it's much more likely that before it gets to that low of a number, they'll either just cave or they'll cancel the whole thing. Or the you know, right. I, I seriously doubt that they'll get to like they'll do like a sixty minute a sixty game sprint. I don't think that'll ever happen. They- they could. They did it with COVID. Why wouldn't they do it again? Because that was COVID. Wanna... Because that was COVID, and there were like restrictions. They... I mean, they're talking. You're still talking about millions of dollars they would leave on uh, off. The, you know, they're still at play by having a you know sixty game season. I think it's especially because they are able to get fans back in the stadiums now. Like they want that money. Everybody does. I mean, the so money's they're... not the money's not in the fans going to the games. The Pirates wouldn't be a team here if that was the case. It's about TV. So it's about all of it. But they would. It would be enough incentive for them to at least salvage something and play some games this year. But who knows how. I mean, they're still even even if they were going to have a sixty game season, you still have to figure something out by you know, June, you know, so. So to answer your question, at what point would I be like, like, okay, this is going to be a sham season. Like it's so few games. Like what's the point? I would, I would think without having given it much thought, I would say, I would say just about the 80 game mark. 
half season. I mean, if you, if you can't, if the good teams can't be good and stay good for the, 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 basically the second half of, of, you know, post all-star break type schedule, then, uh, well, it, it's not, I don't even need to pose the hypothetical. I think they would, I think the, the cream would rise to the top in that, in that situation. So, you know, if you're, if you're doing less than even the half the games, you'd probably need like an, you're probably gonna need an asterisk next to the, to the world series trophy anyway, if you dip under a hundred, um, I don't know. Probably, they won't do that. I don't think they did that with the COVID. Uh, who, who won? Who won the COVID season? Was it the? Uh, oh, okay, who, yeah, well, the Dodgers. Um, yeah, that, that that they're they're considering that a legitimate championship, right? So I mean, I don't know whether you should or not. I don't know. That's a whole. That's a kind of a different different topic that we should have had when that happened. Um, we did. I, I <laughs> definitely said it didn't count. <laughs> And I definitely said it did. <laughs> All right, excellent. Split three ways here. Um, but anyway, that's okay. So, so I don't know. I guess I know both of you would like to have the full season. Um, but what do you think about my eighty game thing? Well, I mean, what, what, what's your threshold for like? You know what? What this is all bogus anyway. I, I'm already upset about it. So they need to they need to get things figured out and start playing games as soon as possible. Because I want to go back to watching baseball games. I want to go to games. I want to watch games on TV. It's a part of a part. One of the best parts of spring is baseball, you know? And so the longer that this goes for me, the worse that it is there. I don't really care about the validity of the season or whatever. Like, like it doesn't matter to me. I want to actually just watch some dang baseball. So you don't care. Okay. Okay. So, so would you be fine with them just getting uh, replacement players just so that you can, you can watch some baseball, but it's, it's just not. Yeah. Well, guess what, Scotty? Cool go watch some high, college baseball. Go watch some high school baseball. You could probably go in your town. You just said, no, 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 you no, just no, said, no, hold no, on a minute, no, hold on a minute. If all you care about is the jerseys, I guarantee you there's a peewee league using the Phillies jerseys somewhere and the logo and the hats, and you can go watch them play if you don't care about the players. I don't, I don't, it's not about just the jerseys, Kev. You put, that's what you said. I will never watch, I will never watch and be a fan of baseball where they use aluminum bats okay you, you give me an all wooden bat league I'll, I'll watch that okay i'll watch that but don't give me that college baseball aluminum bat ting stuff no let's get that get out of here i got a solution for you scotty replace all of the bats in college with wood you good now i'm great in fact <laughs> in fact in fact i'll start watching college baseball in addition to mlb if you do that I'm just saying, all I'm saying is, if, if all you care about is watching baseball, well, you can do that. You can watch reruns for all I care. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm getting ready for my 80 games. I'm not going to watch until July anyway, so what do I, keep it going, boys. Yeah, that's, that's when I lose interest. That's the thing. Like, you, like, I, 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 I like baseball in you know, April, May, June, July. After, after you know, Nick's birthday in August, I'm over baseball. I'm not going to, you know, we'll, I'll, I'll pass the pirate game tickets and I'm ready to start. It's about, it's about football and, you know, training camp and all that. But man, the, the spring and early summer, that's, that's when baseball needs to be firing on all cylinders and it's not going to happen now. And I'm going to be upset. It's two out of the last three years. It's BS, man. Um, all right. Uh, you are wild. <laughs> yeah, this has been a wild time. I don't, I don't have necessarily like a game threshold where I would be disappointed or, or count the season off. I think what you said is pretty fair. Like if it's under half of the season that gets played, like I, I don't know. That's weird, but I still think that the best teams will make it like to the playoffs, whatever they do. Um, I I don't know. I I agree with Scotty though. I do like going to the early spring games, uh, like the home openers and stuff like that is always fun to go to. Um, I get real excited for summer baseball and stuff like that. But I will watch college baseball and stuff. I don't care about the. Well, you the played college baseball, so I did play, so, so it's fine. But um, yeah, I will definitely watch like college. Um, I won't watch high school though. I feel like that's that's a little stretch, but college games they they get real exciting. That's because all the players are just annoying, 
and they're like mean to each other and stuff like that. You get a lot of chirping. Hey, you know in what? College baseball. Speaking of college baseball, I I, th- I threw on on ESPN. I threw on Duke versus uh some other some uh, Wake. Let's say Wake Forest. I don't think it was Wake, but. Uh, and uh, it was the last end of the game, and the guy had no chance of actually making an impact. They were, Duke was down, but Duke, this guy from Duke, hit it. I saw an in in the park home run, two two really bad errors, and I just thought it was hilarious. It reminded me of a kickball game. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's awesome. <laughs> All right, so Andrew's yeah, good I... with his college baseball. Scotty's holding out for some reason, just like the players. Um. I, I I don't have anything else to say about baseball. It's got to, you look okay. you look annoyed. Is everything okay? Well, it's a, uh, you, you disparage my opinions and takes on yes. college baseball. And really, most things baseball. really. Whatever. Listen, I I just don't understand how anyone could be a fan of baseball with an aluminum bat like it's just it's just this guy i i don't i'm not like a, i'm not like here pushing college baseball i'm just i mentioned would you be okay if they had re- completely new replacement players and you said I yes would be okay. because yeah. which which is basically saying you just want to watch baseball Yes. Okay. That's right. So, so there are other avenues to watching baseball. That was my that was my point. There are other people playing baseball right now in the spring, the time that you love baseball. So you could watch ba- if that's all you cared about. But I don't think that's actually all you care about. That's like that's I want to watch. I want to watch. I want to watch professional baseball. I'll go to look AAA. Like bring all the AAA play the minor leaguers. Bring them or well, just they're included minor in all that. That's a problem. I know, but I would I would watch any of that. All right, moving on. Transition. <laughs> Just the book closed. Shut that shit. Well, um, originally when we got on, we didn't have a third topic, even though you, you know, I could argue that Batman was our first topic. Um, so we didn't really have a first topic either. We but didn't talk I, about Kyler Murray. But I do. Oh. It's just Kirk I forgot about that. <laughs> okay. Okay. I only, I don't have much. To, I do have some things to say, but not a, a whole lot. And not a lot of it's backed with numbers. It's all gut feeling. We love that stuff, right? Okay. Absolutely. So the, the backstory. Kyler Murray, first overall pick in the 2019 draft. He has put out several messages um, but mostly for, uh, through his agent, that he is unhappy with the team and he wants a long-term deal. He has he still has two more years on his contract, uh, on his rookie contract, if you include the fifth-year option. A technically, they have not they have not offered him his fifth-year option. Technically, technically, if they did, then he'd he'd be a free agent at the end of the 2023 season. So after that's over. Meanwhile, just today or maybe it was last night. Both the the Cardinals GM and uh, uh, Kingsbury, the head coach, got contract extensions. I don't know if that I don't know if that plays into anything, but they specifically cite at least the the reporting on it cited that they got those extensions for taking the Cardinals to the to the playoffs for the first time in I don't know five years, something like that. Um, the only thing I wanted to talk about with Kyler Murray is that. I'm. It, it makes me. It, it makes me, and it's, it's related to Baker. So you have a guy in Kyler who's gone to the playoffs once, hasn't won in the playoffs, and has played well. Has a really good team around him, especially if you think about the wide receiver court in his offense. They've got a good defense too. But he's complaining and wants a, a, a long-term deal. He's putting out statements. He's causing all kinds of drama. He's literally making this about himself. I mean, I'm not saying he should or should be doing that either. It's his business. But I want to call out the difference because Kyler doesn't get a lot of negative attention from like fans and people that are like football fans. He might now, but he, he hasn't been, and he hasn't historically, even if his play has been so-so. It's, can we all, I mean, maybe we can't all agree, but can we all agree that he isn't lighting up the NFL? He isn't like top five quarterback in the NFL range. Can we agree on that? I mean, he's somewhere up there. I, he's in the top 15, but he's still younger. He still, he still has things to prove. If, if you say top five quarterbacks, period, 
I would completely agree that he's not up there. I will say if you are talking about fantasy football and just statistical values, then he might be in the conversation of being in a top five, like fantasy draft value wise. But if if I if I'm if I'm a franch if I'm a GM and I'm trying to build a franchise, I'm picking at least seven different quarterbacks above Kyler right, Murray right now. Right. Okay. Then, then we're then we're mostly agreed. I'm talking real football because we're talking about his contract and him. That's you know right. get paid for being, doing well in fantasy. Right. Baker Mayfield has not said a word about wanting a contract, complaining about not getting not secure in the bag. He he took the fifth year option. He's he's he, he's seems for for everything we're seeing, he seems to be working with the team pretty well on at least negotiating something or or waiting to negotiate. The dudes had good seasons. The dudes had bad seasons. He's gone to the playoffs. He's won in the playoffs. I don't know why the world hates Baker Mayfield so much. And this is coming from a guy. This is coming from a guy who. Who literally like one of the worst nights of my life was was the draft when we took him. So I get it. I, I have changed my tune. My whole, my whole world views. And forget me. Forget how I feel about it. Just the the difference between how two players are approaching the same situation, but one is perceived very very differently, and the other is one negative and one positive. There are some serious. You can't draw the same comparisons here. Literally, the only similarity that they have is that they are reaching the end of their rookie deals in various forms. Other, other than that, it is completely two different scenarios. Baker Mayfield is has no is in no position to even start negotiating a long term deal or or demanding what Kyler Murray's you know is is you know potentially demanding here because Baker Mayfield no the, the Browns aren't even sure that they're gonna he's gonna be the guy for the next you know five. What years. What does that Whereas, have to do with it? The Cardinals don't know that because, Kyler's going to be the guy. You can't, you can't say that. Oh, Baker Mayfield's just going about this contract situation in such a great way because he's got no, he's got no room to negotiate. He's got no room to to demand or expect anything. Whereas Kyler Murray's like, hey, you know, I've been doing great things here for the Cardinals. I think they're pretty committed to me. I think that I deserve that that to be, you know, just contractually bound now versus. The situation with Baker, where what's he going to say out there? Like, oh, I deserve X amount of money, or I deserve a long term deal, and look what I've done for this team. He can't say that because he hasn't done that much. He, he, the team has won despite Baker Mayfield. He's he knows that, that this next season is going to be literally life and death for him. Okay, so he's hold not on in a any position hold on at second, all. I did, the, 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 this is not a tee off on like is Baker good or not. But what I will say to, to counter it's only a part of it. No, it's it's not. What I will say to counter what you just said, Scotty, if you so so Kyler Murray still has one year deal, one year on his on his four year contract, and the team has a, a fifth year option. Yeah. Okay, at the same time uh, that Kyler is raising his concerns or his needs or voicing his frustrations, that would be after. In Baker's contract life cycle, it wouldn't be after this season, but after last season. And after last season, the Browns are coming off of their first playoff appearance in 20 years and their first playoff win in like 30 years. That Then he was in a position of power, in a position to negotiate for himself, and he did not do that. So I mean, you can call him dumb wait, wait, for wait, it. Wait, but like, you, you give me, give him a cookie. I mean, no, most most rookies don't do that. I'm not asking. They, they no, 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 no. I'm I, not. That that. Okay, that's exactly my point. That's exactly my point. Most rookies. Oh, no, Kyler, oh, huh. First of all, he's not he rookies anymore. We're just yelling at each other now. They're, they're, he's rookie contract. Rookie contract. You can say most most players don't, but that only the the only thing I'm trying to showcase here is the difference in perception. Whose perception? Because I think a lot of people are criticizing Kyler Murray for doing this right now. Would you? But yeah, I would. I don't think he should be doing that right now. He still has, he's after next season, and, and he's, you know, there's that he's in limbo with the team option. He wants a long term, like I, you know, after next season, and he still puts up some really good numbers. And they, you know, yeah, maybe you want to start actually you know, going for a contract. And I definitely think that this is a bad way to go about it with his agent, like saying the stuff that he's saying about, like you know how he's making it seem almost like the Cardinals are doing him a disservice for not getting him a long-term deal right now, which is, which is ridiculous. So yeah, I think he's silly for doing all these things. And I think a lot of people in the media are criticizing him for it too. I, 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 haven't, heard about that. It this way. I haven't heard that at all. No, I, well, I have. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> you, don't, you don't talk to who I talk to, I guess. I guess I don't talk to who you talk to. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, I'm trying I to like... Think it's I, really... What? I you think look it's really... at their numbers side to side, though. They're actually pretty comparable quarterbacks. Tell me more, <laughs> Which Andrew. I think is, is... Okay, so like... Yes, Kyler has the running game. Okay, he in his entire time he has had uh, seventeen hundred eighty-six yards rushing, whereas Baker has only had five hundred seventy-one. Um, Baker's had one more full season, so he's gonna lead in most of the passing categories. Like he has more yards, he has more passing touchdowns. Um, by like a significant amount. He has 22 more passing touchdowns than Kyler, but Kyler has 20 rushing touchdowns, whereas Baker only has like five. So altogether, they're in the 90 range for touchdowns. Uh, they they bring a lot of the same like win percentage. If you look at that, they're they're both not like super stellar. So Kyler has only had one winning season. You know, Andrew, I, mean, I need to have, we need to have, I mean, you need to join us more often because I, I, that gave me time to pull up some stats too. He's right. They're pretty damn like, close. I mean, they're, yes, they're Kyler, Kyler does, Kyler does have, have the rushing, the rushing uh, usage that, that Baker does not. But in all of those passing also, categories, what? They also have different schemes of offenses too. Like, well, currently, like Baker, they, they both play yeah, in like, Oklahoma though. I mean, they both came from yeah. the same college system, but yes, they do. They play differently now. Yeah, I I don't know. I I just think that they're pretty comparable, and I I wouldn't really like shy away from Baker if you're gonna talk Kyler up this much. Like they're both about the same quarterback. <laughs> if, if if you're gonna draw that many similarities, then I'm just gonna go ahead and say that Kyler Murray also sucks. You know what I mean? Like I, I <laughs> that that's, that's what I'm trying to get to. Like the, the like the people. If you're not a Browns fan or an Oklahoma fan, you, you just don't like Baker Mayfield. And I think it's fascinating. I mean, I, I literally, as I'm ta- I'm talking as somebody who felt that way. And yeah, he's an unlikable guy. But I, I, but I don't know why. I, like I don't Baker know why. Mayfield. There's no you like. Because it's your favorite player is To. Like you like the D. You yeah, like the drama. I, I, I like the cocky guys. I like the. That's the, why people don't like. Him. Yeah, that's why people don't like him. Scotty, there are tons of arrogant players that you like. Ocho Joe Cinco, Bur- you don't like pretty, Joe. You don't, Joe Bur- you don't think Joe Burrow's arrogant? I mean, you don't think he's <laughs> cocky? Not arrogant at all. Yes, he is. Oh my <laughs> Joe Burrow is so cocky. Yes, you he listen is. to him talk. He's he's confident. There's a very different thing. He's like Joe Burrow would never. Joe Burrow. Would there is never, a thin line between cocky and confident, there, Scotty. Yeah, there is. I agree. You're just like, wrong he, here, and it's he, fine. He, he's on the right side of that line. No, Joe Burrow is not an in-your-face like. Oh yeah, like 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 he's 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 a, he's a, he's a very humble person who's confident in his abilities. That's what Joe Burrow is. He. He, he doesn't send you a slew of gifts of him just smoking cigars and stuff like that with shades on and all these different things. Look, he's look, he's look got his funny cool. outfits whoa, whoa, and all this stuff. He's got cool, the swag. Cool. He's doing it. He's looking being cool, cocky. being cool is different than Baker Mayfield planting the Ohio, the Oklahoma flag in the middle of Ohio Stadium. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, hold on, hold on a second, Andrew. Hold on a second, Andrew. Every Scotty, everything, every every opinion you have of Baker Mayfield. Comes from what he did five years five years ago or before. Nothing that he's done aside from be on the Browns because you're a Bengals fan. Because he sucked for the Browns, no, so he's because, got nothing to brag about. No, but the arrogance, the cockiness, all that stuff happened in college when he was absolutely more so that way. But he has turned the professional yeah. corner. Playing playing for a bad team also humbles you a little bit, I guess. So I mean, maybe that maybe that's helped him out a little bit, but. He's he's that that's who he is. That's that, he's he's an unlikable guy. I just don't. You're you're but you're saying he's unlikable for for reasons I don't think are are fair. I think that they're not actually well informed reasons. Okay. You don't know the guy. You don't know his personality. You don't know. You don't follow. You don't even follow. What do you what do you even know about the dude? That he grabbed his crotch in, in, during during a game. And he planted a flag, and that was it. What else? What makes he's, him? What else makes him unlike? Is it probably his gap, and probably because he's white? 
White. I like white people. <laughs> Sorry. All right, we have that on record. <laughs> it's the gap in the teeth. It's the gap in the teeth. The gap in the teeth? Does he have a gap in his teeth? Of course he does. Are you kidding me? See, you don't even know what he looks like. All right, fraudulent. I'm, we're transitioning, Scotty. You can, you can look at all, all the pictures you want. I wanted to bring up one more thing because I'd, I'd, feel, I'd feel like doing, doing everybody a disservice if I didn't. The NFL Combine starts tomorrow, boys. The, the NFL offseason is in full swing. All right, so I, I don't, I, unless you guys have you know, opinions on anything about the Combine, my plan is just to, to run through the happenings of the weekend. Are you cool with that? Do you guys, are you, are you, are you guys, will you tune in at all to, to the combine here? And no. he's shaking his head no. Thank you. It's an audio medium. I, I will, Sorry, I no, will, not. I will review some of the stats of the combine, like, you know, or like the, I'll read some of the summaries, but I'm not going to watch it. No. I mean, you're going to look up how, how players you want in the draft did, right? Yes, that's exactly what I'm going to do. There you go. Yeah, but I, but I'm not going to. I would never watch. The only thing I might watch from the combine is the um like the replays of the 40 yard dash where they actually like put a normal person running at the same time so you can see how fast. You know what I mean? Like like when they see like one year where Rich Ierson ran the 40 and saw how slow he went, and then see like this 400 pound lineman just totally blow him out. Of the, that's the only thing that I might watch from the combine, but otherwise I just, you know, I can't watch football drills. It's, I got more important things to do. Your dashes are the dumbest thing to watch. Actually. I hate watching those. They're so obnoxious. Um, I like watching. I would rather watch the drills where it's like the QB precision stuff. Yeah, but you're like, not going to watch any of it. So I know what I'm is not going to watch any matter. of it. But, but like, but like, anytime you see highlights and stuff like that, you just watch people sprint forty yards. Get that off. That's not news. It's bullshit. It's dumb. Okay. Well, I could disagree with all of you. Um, I like. I love the combine. I've been to the combine. It's a fascinating experience. Not because it's fun and entertaining, but it's just different than how any other football football thing you've gone to or seen or or, or participated in. It's like this. It's it's this. It's this environment where it feels very clinical. Even as an observer, they take you way up into the stands and they sit you in the sections that's way up high on Lucas Oil, and Nobody's really talking. It's really, really quiet. There aren't, there's no cheering. There's no nothing. So even if somebody does a really great job, it, it's, there's, there's, there's very little noise. And you can kind of need to be quiet. They give you like a radio to listen to like the NFL's broadcast of it. And they have this stuff up on the, on the, on the Jumbotron of like who's coming up next. But otherwise, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a clinic. It, it literally is like a, People are doing research and studying the performance on the field. It's really fascinating. Not that it's cool or like worthwhile. It just it's interesting. Um, but but if you if you like the way I would equate the the what I would kind of talk about when I talk about the the combine, it's kind of like if you're into those like really niche small Olympic sports, this is like Olympic events for football. You got the cone drill. You got the 40-yard dash. You got all your position drills. If you think about it that way, it's kind of cool. There's no prize. There's no medal at the end, but, uh, you know, bragging rights at least. That's cool. But how do you think it's going to change now that a lot of larger name players are opting out of the combine instead of doing, like, pro days and stuff instead? Well, that's, it's always been a thing. Um, you see a lot of quarterbacks do that. And I think more players, like you're, you're right, Scotty. More and more players will do that. I don't think it'll impact. Well, first of all, I don't think it's. It, I don't think the the combine is going to do anything ratings wise. Even though they're changing things around this year, which I will get into, to I think try to help help that a little bit. Um, but there's always players that. The cool thing about watching the combine is there's always players that just pop up that you forgot about, and you're like, oh, shit, that's right. That guy plays at San Diego State, and he killed it last year. I know his name. And now you kind of get excited for him to see where he's going to go in the draft, you know? Like those obscure running backs that'll be like, you know, day three picks. The, 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 the big linemen that, that, that do shit. So it's kind of cool, especially wide receivers, too. It's cool as fantasy as well. Uh, the, only, the, only, the, only, the one thing I'll say, oh, I've said a lot of things, and I've said the one thing as a phrase many times already. I'll never forget 
not thinking much of, of one player in particular until I saw them at the combine and it was Christian McCaffrey. That dude just, you can just tell with certain players, they just stand out because they're going right one after each other. You guys have seen at least clips of it. He stood out so much, especially with open field drills, like catching things out of the backfield. You're right, Andrew. It's not so much the 40 yard dash, even though I do think that's important in some way, shape and form, but it's cool to see the play. You can actually see the players that, oh yeah, that guy's actually going to be really good, you know, because they're all like alphabetical and shit. So, all right, quickly tomorrow, tight ends, quarterbacks, wide receivers. Oh boy, oh baby, that's the big one. That's the big one. So the way, what, one thing that the NFL's done is usually the, the the combine starts in the morning and it goes until like one or two. They're not starting until four o'clock. So 4 p.m. to 11 p.m. is when all of the combine activity is going to be going on. So it's all in the afternoon. Um, I don't. I, th- I, I the only thing I can imagine is that's for like TV stuff because I can't prime, imagine it's better. prime time TV. Yeah, right, right. right. I mean, to the combine, but I imagine tomorrow around seven or eight p.m. is when all of the quarterbacks will be doing all of their throwing drills and stuff. So Friday is offensive line and running backs. Very exciting. Uh, Saturday is defensive line and linebackers. I'm not the weekend. If if it were me, I would have the the quarterbacks and stuff on on the weekend because more people are likely to tune in. That's I've got more time to do anyway. And then Sunday is place kickers and defensive backs. That's when you get the last like push of like speed guys. Um, but uh, but there you go. That's your combine update. Very exciting. I don't know who's opted out. Scotty, it sounds like you know at least one or two people that have opted out. Uh, I think – I think. Um... Okay, very good. Um, <laughs> you did, I did. So, listen, watch a little bit of the Combine, Scott. Andrew, watch a little bit of the Combine. All right. All right, great. That's all. Oh, well, trust me. Trust me. I, I, if I'm going to tune into any day, it's going to be uh, – uh, Friday with running backs and offensive line. I'm going to look at every single offensive lineman and see what's up because uh, the the Bengals literally need to use all seven picks on linemen this year. So <laughs> they that's do. fair. They absolutely <laughs> do. All right. They probably won't use any of them, but they'll they need to use all of them. Um. All right. Well, I think that's it. Peter, Andrew, there. any last words? Last words for Andrew that has been a little while. Oh, he, we, we owe him. We owe him some shit. He, so, Andrew. I, I owe you guys some shit. What do you owe? I have to do inconveniences still. I, I haven't think, been on for ages. I think, I, I think I we, like, all, we all owe a few of those. Okay, um, well. We need to have one big mega cast where... It's just a full-on inconvenience. Yeah, it's just the whole episode. Just one inconvenient episode. <laughs> Bunch of shenanigans. Yeah. No, um, but I, uh, I did, I did well in our uh, picking football on the spread. Andrew, so. Andrew, we came down to the Super Bowl itself, but Andrew won the the jersey, and you have, I guess, announced it here. Who are you selecting as your your uh, jersey reward? Big sexy Bakhtiari for the Green Bay Packers. Let's go, baby. There you go. We will do our best to uh, deliver that jersey in, in, uh, in time for the season at least. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> time for the season. I'll take that. All right, boys. I want to wear it for our fantasy draft. That's fine, too. That's all good. There we go. Boom. Good luck out there. Enjoy the combine. And uh, no more baseball. Bye-bye. Bye. I got to work on my endings. Scotty, you, why you hate Baker Mayfield so much? I do hate Baker Mayfield. Yeah. He's a douche. He's not a douche. (laughs) He's so funny. He definitely is. I love the way he takes interviews. Whenever they lose, he's like, "What? What do you want from me? This is (laughs) we lost. Yeah, we played bad. We doesn't. He doesn't things wrong. He's gotten a lot better (laughs) at it. But to say that that Joe Burrow is not cocky is just crazy. Yeah, that's horseshit. That's bananas. He's not cocky. There's a difference. 
hockey. <laughs> they're showing not... up pictures of his high school pictures, and they're like, does this look like a national champion to you? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Not cocky. Not... There's the, difference, the difference between like confident and cocky is that he... Joe Burrow's not in your face about it. Baker Mayfield is in your face about it. You know, he's in your so face we're... about it. He hasn't done you, you. You couldn't cite an example since his college days. That's like <laughs> he's in your face about it. Well, is yeah, that fine yeah. I'm in your face right about there. it. He's he's in he's in my face. I, I the, if you listen to anything Joe Burrow says, there's like he's a likable guy. Everyone loves Joe Burrow. He, he he's like. Hell, Steelers fan. Every Steelers fan I know. Like, Guy, you know, here's here's boy, the problem. Here's great, here's the problem guy. with your argument is I like Joe Burrow and I like him because he's a cocky asshole. <laughs> he's not a cocky so, Scotty, asshole. You got, he is. You, oh, Andrew, you got you got rose colored glasses on right now, Scotty, because he, he's coming. The Bengals are coming off the Super Bowl hype. They were the underdog. People root for an underdog, so that's why you heard a lot of random people on the street, random people at Disney World, a bunch of family members that are all from Ohio, saying that they like Joe Burrow. Well, guess what? After next season, especially after the season after that, once they're, they're successful and then the shine's worn off and now it's like put up or shut up time, people are going to be, all those people are going to fall right away. And then it'll just be you with the Joe Burrow shirt on, waving that flag. Hey, if we keep, hey, if we keep winning, I'm going to wave it proudly. I don't give a shit. You know, actually, actually you, it's good that they didn't win the Super Bowl because if he had won the Super Bowl, then everybody could just be like, oh, he got one. Okay, bye-bye. Like, uh, no more Joe Burrow. Next for the, time for the next person. That is... uh, first off, first off, it's never good that they didn't win. Second off, if people were like that, fine. Get the people off the bandwagon, and I'll still be happy with my Super Bowl trophy. And I'll buy my Joe Burrow jersey with my Super Bowl logo on it. You know, like, I, listen, as long as he wins, I don't care what anyone else thinks. But I know... He's not a cocky guy. Riveting stuff, Scotty. All right. I got to go. All right. So if you've listened this far, you must, for some reason, like what you've heard. So um, given that, please remember to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Make sure to follow us on Twitter at ObsessionCast for all future episode updates and whatever else we might post, sports related or otherwise. Thanks for watching.